This week in Steady Trade with Stephen Johnson. What's this week in Steady Trade with Stephen Johnson? Drinking, prescription drug abuse, prostitution. What, what else is in this week? But just being a doer. We are back. Part four of trading with Kim Ann Ketting, the Wall Street coach. Uh, she's she's give coaching to a lot of high street, uh, high street, Wall Street uh, traders. She's turned a lot of them around from what I know. She's kind of turned me around. I have not blown up since we started talking, and maybe you won't after this uh, short podcast series. But today we're going to talk about the Inner Gremlin. And you will think, well, what is the Inner Gremlin? And, and I would say that I'm one of the people who has the biggest Inner Gremlin because the way I've liked to trade in the past, Kim, is to think, I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to. I'm going to take some trades because it makes us feel good. And uh, and if I lose, who cares? Because I like the feeling of losing. Now, does that describe me or does that describe the, the inner gremlin? Do you know what I, I mean? Th- I think I think it wouldn't describe you. I think it would describe your inner gremlin. I Maybe think I am it, the inner gremlin. I think, it's, I think it's easy to think that, that the inner gremlin has taken us over. Uh, but that's, you know, kind of one-on-one gremlin work, right? They want you to think they've taken you over because then they get to drive the bus. And the gremlin, you know, I'm not, I don't want to demonize the gremlin, if you will, because the gremlin came upon us early in our life when it helped us navigate challenging waters. The, the inner gremlin, some people call it an inner saboteur, some people call it the lowercase e ego, is trying to keep us safe, but by doing so, the cost is our life, the, the life that we really want to live and or have the trading success that we really want to have. But just just what what is the gremlin? What is my gremlin? What is your gremlin? My, my gremlin is, uh, that I'm, that I'm not smart enough. My gremlin is that I, um, you know, need to be thinner. My inner gremlin is, um, you know, why, why would somebody want to, uh, you know, let's say date me? I'm just going to pull random. These are just so get it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's negative ego thoughts. It's negative. It's it's not necessarily negative. It's it's simply it. These are the phrases that a gremlin will use: would, should, or could. You should have come out of that trade sooner. They they make you basically feel lousy about yourself. They they tell you, you know, that you need to stay over here in a place that's very familiar to it, because if you go out there, what could happen? The gremlin basically wants to keep you small in a way. Some people, for them, the fear is losing uh, money, like losing everything. That's maybe everybody's gremlin's kind of dialogue is going to be different. Uh, Another person may be afraid of success. I've had a lot of clients who their issue is they're afraid to be too successful because they're going to lose the collection of friends they have now. They're going to uh, have their family kind of make them feel uh, like they don't belong anymore. So there's some people whose gremlins tell them to keep them uh, lower than they're they're really capable of because they don't they don't want to lose their community. They don't want to lose the people they belong to. Everybody has different gremlins based on what they kind of you know grew up with. But but is a gremlin simply an unhelpful thought like programmed from an earlier age or an unhelpful thought that you need to get over to 
to have a better, more fulfilling life in the future. Is that what a gremlin is or? I think that's an excellent question. And I think it's, it's tempting to say yes to it, but I'm going to say no because it's much more subtle. Uh, the, the inner gremlin will, will say things to us that feel like logic. And so it does take some practice to be able to, uh, pull it apart. It's, it's, uh, I was talking to a client last week who, who was speaking about, uh, some coaching stuff that we had talked about previously. And this person immediately went to the fact that they, they hadn't caught some positive things, but they made themselves wrong for it. And I was like, that there is the gremlin. And they're like, that's the gremlin, but that's me just trying to be self-aware. I said, but you weren't self-aware neutrally. You were kind of, uh, making yourself wrong. And, and so it's a, it's a very subtle quality, but the more you start to pay attention to the inner self dialogue that you have, most times you're going to find it's, doesn't make you feel good. So if your self dialogue leaves you feeling, uh, really shitty, then undoubtedly you're listening to the gremlin more often than not. Okay. That, that makes some sense. And the next question is why, how does a, a gremlin influence bad trading? By telling you that somehow you are going to be the outlier who isn't impacted by the physiology that is part of your, you know, part of our, where we stand as humans today, right? What the mind is what 140,000 years old, according to books that I've read. And so that means you are hardwired to respond in ways that are the opposite of what traders need to do. So the gremlin would tell you, you know what? You don't have to worry about your testosterone levels. You don't have to worry about all these things that Stephen and Tim may talk about. You're going to be different. That would be a gremlin telling somebody that they're brand new to this, that they are going to be the winner without. No, no, and it's so true. You think, you think, oh, no, I don't need to listen. Sometimes you think I don't even need to listen to these people. These, I'm better than these people. It's kind of egomaniac. It's like, I'm better than these people. I can do better than these people. I'm good enough. Uh, I'm not going to do this decision that this guy with 10 years experience is doing. He's taking it. And it's an egomaniac thing to do. But one way of overcoming the gremlin, what I've learned, is go through five years, four years of uh, losing all the time and lose a bunch of money. Then you realize that gremlin is full of shit. <laughs> the other way, but the other way to realize that the gremlin is full of shit is by... Or to do it faster is by being way more self-aware. And if you're more self-aware, you'll, you'll realize faster, right? Because yeah. you'll think I've been in this situation before and I lost Correct. every time. Correct. Correct. And, you know, this is the most competitive game in the world. In the world. With the highest price. And with the highest the high, price. With the highest <laughs> price and it never ends. This is a game that never ends because after you close down your computer at the end of the day, it's still happening and you know it's still happening. So even when you're not trading, you're still constantly in the headspace of, well, I, what can I do tomorrow? What can I do tonight? What's happening now? What market's opening somewhere else in the world? So if this is the most competitive game in the world, isn't it possible that you need to uh, realize that you are like this, uh, you're going into an Olympic sport. You, you're like the racehorse who's going into the Kentucky Derby. You want to take as good care of yourself as possible. You want to realize that your sleep and your nutrition and all the factors, everything you put into yourself, including that self-talk, is going to ultimately impact 
how your trades do. So, so see the fact you're going into the most competitive game in the world. Do you really think you can do this without the wisdom or knowledge of the history of what the market does? I would think that that would not be the case. No, and it's true. And if, if you don't have much sleep and you're hungover and you've just had an argument with your girlfriend and you just think, I don't care about anything. And then you just say, I'm going tra- to take this trade to just feel good. Is that the gremlin saying I'm going to take, uh, it's an unhelpful thought. So is that the gremlin saying, no, yeah. just, just, uh, just feel be. something. It's just the, be frustrated. Well, because, the, because the gremlin is, is wanting to have you just feel those feelings and it'll take you to a place where it's potentially destructive. I, I think the point is the, the gremlins don't ever go away. The key is being able to recognize them, being able to say, Oh, the gremlin telling me to go trade when I'm feeling like I want to just do something that probably isn't going, that's going to cost me. It's going to cost me potentially a lot. So what if I took this hard to be with emotion someplace else? The gremlins are kind of a, are over here. They're, they're running in the background to simply kind of limit the success we have in our life, to limit the satisfaction of our life, simply because it's coming from a place of feeling uh, unsafe beyond what's familiar. Every, every one of us has a sense of uh, temperature set point, right? And, and this is based on our childhood, based on the attachment we have with our mother in the womb, uh, the attachment we have with our parents growing up, you know, the school experience we have, the kids, all that shit, you know, contributes to the way we view ourselves and the way we view the world. And so that in, those inner gremlins kind of got developed during the potential challenges we faced to say to us, hey, you know what? Um, when you start to feel like this, uh, you potentially are in danger. So this is what you do to keep safe. And it, and it's, and it kind of, and we can, we can fall into that trap, even if we're getting our needs met. But is it not like when you feel like the, when the gremlin's taken over and you're in a position where the heart, heart, heart to be with feeling, sometimes you just need to feel that feeling and, and accept it, right? Yes. But, but to feel the feeling is also counterintuitive to our, the way we're hardwired. Yeah. Because as soon as we start to surf or physically feel depression or anger or frustration or sadness, everything inside of our body too is kind of hardwired to say, don't feel that. Cause if you feel that for too long, you might die. That's what the, the biology is saying inside of our body. And why does it say that? Because way back when, when we were potentially having um, that kind of scary feeling or discomfort, we were potentially at risk because we were being chased by a mountain lion. But so now there's a, there's a part of our brain that's saying, don't feel that. I, I, it, you could call it the gremlin, but I don't think it's good to because I think it's just more than that. Um, and, and learning how to be with them. That's why I say to clients, don't be with the hard to be with feelings for too long initially because it, it's going to over kind of uh, overwhelm the system. So just be with a hard to be with feeling, let's say for a minute. And then you're like, can you be with it a little bit longer? No, I'm, I'm done. Okay, fine. Back out of it. I mean, Kim, as you know, I am a super, super uber emotional guy. And, and sometimes I wonder that to be a good trader, you need to be a robot almost. So, so if I'm an emotional guy and I'm an emotional trader, does that mean that Mike Gremlin's taking over and I'm, I'm going to struggle with trading long term? 
No, actually, your being sensitive and emotional is your strength. Uh, the the most sensitive and emotionally uh, aware traders are actually the ones who do the best. They aren't going to be reacting, though, when they have their emotions. They're going to learn how to respond. So the key here is recognizing and being self-aware that you're having emotions positive or negative, and being conscious of them even while they're happening. Okay, so so if my gremlin takes over because I'm an emotional maniac, how how do I stop that gremlin from taking over? I guess you've said it's being self-aware. Is that is that just the key? Uh, like, how do I discharge that gremlin? How do I get rid of it? You recognize that it's that it's telling you. Uh, whatever it's telling you, either it's telling you you're invincible or it's telling you you're shit. You know, it's going to be two extremes, probably one of those two extremes. So you want to recognize, oh, there's that in, internal saboteur speaking again, telling me that I'm either invincible or that I'm nothing but a piece of shit. And neither, whichever one is showing up for you, recognizing that that's what's going on and stopping yourself from just default the default setting of believing it okay and and i guess the most important thing is stopping or recognizing why those gremlin thoughts come in the first place and i guess that kind of relates to not having human needs met i'm I'm gonna try and make that bridge yeah i'm gonna try and make it it's a good it's Good job, good job building the bridge. Uh, all of us have basic needs. So if you're not going to get your need, a lot of your needs met, your basic needs met, undoubtedly your gremlins will be kicked up. Undoubtedly those voices internally will be, uh, you know, kind of worried or frustrated. So what I would say is understand, and I'm happy to send anybody a universal needs list if they want it. Start to understand what makes you tick. So, so Kim has started addressing uh, human needs and, and how if you don't get your human needs met, it can bring out characteristics which are typical of, of what we would call the gremlin in, in this podcast. So if you'd like to learn more hu- about human needs, if you're a female, text and call me. I will meet your human needs. If you're a male, watch the next episode. No, I'm just joking. If you're a female, if you're a female or a male, uh, check out the next episode. We're going to look into human needs, what human needs you might not have met, how that can bring out the gremlin, how that can then affect your trading. Until then, uh, peace out and enjoy the next episode next week. <laughs> do, do any women ever do that? No, never, ever. I've been trying I'm for years. sorry. Hi, this is Nathan from San Jose, California. I like the drive into work while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast until I fired my boss and made myself my own. You too can register to win real actual prizes at their website, steadytrade.com, and make steady trading a real-time gig. If you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating. Write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in the Silicon Valley. See you next time. <laughs>